Well, guess what, everyone? Giving Tuesday is in a week. Yeah, you have one week. What are you gonna do? Because it's here. Well, we're gonna be talking about that on today's episode of The Daily Lead. My name is Brad and welcome. Well, today we welcome back our podcast guest, Evan Moylan, uh, who is a CFRE and partner with our podcast sponsors, GSB Fundraising. Evan, it's been great to have you um, on our podcast this week. I know it's on everybody's minds, uh, Giving Tuesday, and this thing has exploded in the past couple of years. Um, So let's talk a little bit about um, best strategies for this day of giving as we um, kind of detox from buying for ourselves from Black Friday and Cyber Monday and begin to think about other people, right? <laughs> well, it's a, it's an interesting time. And yeah, so we're we're about a week away, right? Um, as this podcast airs, maybe, maybe a little more than that, um, to Giving Tuesday. And if you haven't done anything yet, um, take a breath, take a pause. It's okay. Don't let perfection stand in the way of progress, right? So mm-hmm. if you haven't done anything yet, you're actually too late to do a lot of good things to make your give day successful, but don't let that be in your way. Just put your message out there. Go back to Monday's episode, um, carry over your end of your messaging, um, share those things out there, um, tell your story, tell impact stories and invite people to give. Make it part of your overall digital strategy. And, and in fact, you know, in the long run for Giving Tuesday specifically, Giving Tuesday should just be built into your total end of year appeal and considered a piece of that at this point where you're um, gathering all things uh, in consistency of messaging um, towards one output and and building that. But, you know, in the longer run, we've got a year until next year's Giving Tuesday and actually even more popular mm-hmm. and more successful right now. Um, our independent giving days, you know, um, uh, Minnesota has give to the max day. It's actually coming up here um, in just a few days as well. It's a few days before giving Tuesday, North Dakota has giving hearts day. Uh, Austin has amplify Austin and Austin, Texas. Most communities these days have developed their own very specific giving day, usually tied to a community foundation. Usually that community foundation is raising um, some money to incentivize giving and to build the platforms for the peer-to-peer strategy, which is really what a give day is all about um, that's happening there online. And then we go and and we look at other independent, larger entities like universities that are now doing their own give day as well, where they're just challenging and putting their people together on a day as part of a, a quote-unquote appeal, Right. So I think it's important to back up and say, what's an appeal? An appeal is an effort to do four things, to inform, motivate, ask, and thank. And inform and motivates 80% of that work. What are we going to do in the world? Why does it make a difference? And why does it need to be done right now? Inform and motivate. Asking uh, in the give day strategy of asking is only 5% of that. And then thanking is 15%. And we're going to talk about thanks a lot tomorrow. So I hope you'll um, come back and hear uh, about uh, the act of being grateful um, for the generosity that we receive from people. But give days are the same thing. We're, we're leveraging that that process of an appeal, inform and motivate, ask and thank. And we're leveraging those reasons why people give. So number one reason, you've 
heard me say it almost every day this week. Number one reason people give is because they're asked. But let's look at the other reasons. Number two is because they believe in a cause. Number three is they want to make a specific difference. And number four is because they're embarrassed to turn someone down. Now, I like to take that and turn it on its head and say the positive, they care about the person that's asking them. Mm -hmm. But when we look at those four reasons, we can control all of those in a give day, right? So um, we can ask people, belief in a cause is the global, right? So I believe in the environment. I want to care for the environment. I believe in children's ministry. I want to care for children's ministry, whatever that is. Um, Specific difference is project-based. My dollar is unitized in a way that makes this impact in this moment. This is, by the way, for those listening that are in church leadership, I can hear your voice echoing in my head because everyone says it. You know, our people really step up when there's a need. Um, And then they contrast that to how people are slow in their generosity to the general budget. Well, here's the thing. Nobody woke up in the history of the world wanting to give to a budget. Doesn't happen. Nobody's to a budget, right? (laughs) What we're excited to do is to give to impact and to make a difference. And by the way, I'm going to argue for you, and church leaders may not like it, that today's donor, the, the younger donor today, is the best steward of God's dollar that's ever been, because um, God didn't ask us um, you know, to be stewards to um, your congregation. God asked us to be stewards of the gifts we've received for the sake of the ministry in the world. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, as we're given that call, those donors are making a decision uh, about where to invest their dollars and they're deciding about other places. And we know that because there's about a two and a half percent, or excuse me, a 2.1% delta between what people give to their church and what they give away total in the world. And so uh, they're giving about three times more, two and a half, three times more to other places other than the church because they're making that decision. So wow. give days, um, give us a chance to, to work on all four of those things. Give days we utilize. Um, here's a couple things that you can do right now, even if you're only a week away. Do these things if you can get them in place. If you don't, build them for the next time. Um, the first one, which may be hard for you to do before next week, um, unitize your impact. Have a specific project. Have a specific goal. Let me know what my gift is going to do. We're going to raise money for a truck for the food bank this year. We need to raise $50,000. We're going to do it by X. So that's number one. Number two, use some authenticators. What's an authenticator? An authenticator is someone you still answer the phone for when they call. None of us answer our phone anymore. Um, But an authenticator is, you know, when, um, for the older audience, when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen, right? So for those (laughs) um, that are in that age, but for for the younger person, the, the person that when they stand up, you go, yeah, that's right. So go grab some of your authenticators. Stand them up on video, stand them up um, in in quotes that you pull out in your materials and let them tell the story for you. Because when you're the fundraiser, you have to ask, will you give to this? Um, Even if you lead with your own generosity, which you always should. But if an authenticator says it, they can say, join me. And turning the conversation from will you to join me is a key part of leveraging that fourth um, driver for giving and leveraging the way that we invite people in. So unitize your cost, um, find your authenticators, put them put them out there in that space. Number three, if you can, um, set it all up in advance. Go out to a couple major donors and have them um, 
agree with you to make bigger gifts, whether those are challenge or matching gifts that day, uh, whether they just agree to make their gift on that day. A lot of the community give days, not so much Giving Tuesday, but a lot of the community give days have incentives. So if you're the charity that has uh, the most gifts in this hour, or if you're the charity that has the most new donors, or if you're this or that, look at their strategies for um, the bonuses that you get in that and aim your donors towards one that makes sense for your organization. Set it, excuse me, set it all up in advance. Yeah. That, um, you know what's going to happen that day. Matching gifts. Matching gifts are an incredible thing. You think it doesn't matter. You can use these in your year-end appeal. You can use these in regular appeals. You can use them in your giving days. But um, matching gifts work. People love to see their dollar doubled or matched in that way. And so if you can put those on a give day, you will uh, you will just explode your response rate level. And it, it, it's funny. We did this with an organization, um, uh, international organization that does work in Haiti. And uh, we put together a special match. And because it was their first time, their board all came together and all agreed to make an additional gift above the regular giving um, if we could do a match. And we had a date on it. It had to be done by this date on Giving Tuesday. And uh, the day after Giving Tuesday, I got a call from the board chair of this organization. He said, Evan, I missed it. I, I I know. Can I still have my gift match? And I said, you were the match. Um, you know, he was the board <laughs> gift the match, and he still wanted his gift match. Right? So uh, it works in that way. So um, prepare in advance, unitize, get your authenticators, lead your donors up in advance so that everything's ready the day of, and you're not just passively waiting. And then the last thing I'll say about a give day is that you got to communicate through the whole day. Nothing builds generosity like generosity. So every time something happens in that day, tell that story. Go out there and tell people what's going on. Tell people that other people are being generous. Celebrate it. Say thank you. And that'll build the rolling cause. So we're only a couple of days away. You might not get all the way there this year on Giving Tuesday. If you can't get there, just build it into your end of your strategy. Use the same language. But as you prep for those giving days coming up in your community, think about those four things. Awesome. And then one, one final question before we wrap things up here is um, any, any thoughts on how um, you can stand out, um, especially like on these uh, giving days? Because let's take Giving Tuesday. Everybody and their dog has um, a Giving Tuesday campaign. Um, they're... How do you not get lost in the in the phrase, so to speak? Yeah, you know, I would say you can t think about that in two ways. When Giving Tuesday first came out, it was really an innovative thing that was intended to be an acquisition, right? We talked about renewal and acquisition yesterday. It was intended to be an acquisition tool. As it's grown in prominence, if you don't put in those other factors like the match and other things, Giving Tuesday will not be an acquisition piece for you. You're not going to find new donors because your communication channels aren't there um, with those new people. Um, you're going to become a vehicle for people that care about you to be, to be reminded to, to, to be reminded to give. And um, the uh, that vehicle to give is going to be um, uh, it's important. It's still there. But if you want to stand out. If you want to stand out, you got to invest in widening the net, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing I'd say about standing out is use one of the local give days instead of using one of the um, big give days like 
Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The, the second thing I would say is um, use a peer-to-peer strategy. Set up 10 to 15 people in advance who are going to share all of your stuff with their networks. They become your authenticators. And look at those people and try to get people from different networks. So don't get five people that are all best friends. Get five groups of best friends and get one from each of them. And have those people as the plants to reach out to their network. And the final thing I'll say with that is if you can train them in advance so that they actually use their own words to invite people rather than just hitting share, you'll have a better chance. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Well, this has certainly been a great, great uh, topic for today. As always, thank you, Evan, for uh, being with us today and for this week. We've got two more days with Evan here um, on The Daily Lead. Uh, So again, if this topic, um, you know someone needs to hear it, go ahead and uh, share that uh, with them. We greatly appreciate that. That just shows us that Um, uh, you uh, know someone that is out there that needs to hear what we are talking about. Um, And as always, uh, please, if you have not done so, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. It just helps people find our podcast uh, a whole lot easier whenever we have those subscriptions and those reviews. Uh, It's an algorithm, everybody. And so we're just playing with the algorithm and uh, your subscriptions and your reviews help other people find the daily lead much easier. So, well, thanks again for joining us. The Daily Lead is a podcast of the lead organization. Lead is a nonprofit organization that helps connect leaders to one another in order to grow and to learn and to connect congregations with their communities. Uh, They have some amazing things like uh, the lead journey, which is a congregational transformation process. They help in the areas of strategic planning, help in the areas of coaching. Uh, So please head on over to leadconnects.org. That's leadconnects.org and see all the amazing ways they can help you as a leader and your uh, organization grow. And as always, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsor, GSB Fundraising. Uh, If you are a leader of an organization and need help in the areas of fundraising, capital campaigns, uh, and all of the things, head on over to gsbfundraising.com. They will help you in the areas of those capital campaigns and fundraising and of stewardship. That's gsbfundraising.com. They are your people. All right. Well, until tomorrow, everyone, we will see you on the next episode. Take care. Take care.